0: la Great week. And God did it here. Yesterday, I want to thank Pastor Ford on Wednesday. He allowed me to stay in his church for a little while trying to get ready for today. But yesterday, he left me there for a long time so you can say all you want. Is that your office I was in? I moved to the moderator's office. Okay. Well, that office is anointed. Amen. I sat in there, at one point, I got happy, took my shoes off. <laughs> I was feeling pretty good, but I don't know what Reverend Baldwin thought was going on there, in there, because after a little while, I began to sing, "Come ye that love the Lord, Amen. and let your <coughs> voice be known." Just <coughs> on a song, a sweet Lord, and thus. I started to feel God's presence. Amen. Let those refuse to speak, who never knew our But children of the heavenly King, we can speak our joys Then I said, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. And I said, God, if I ever needed you, I need you. about when you begin to sing a hymn. A hymn will get your heart (laughs) (laughs) flowing. A hymn will make you feel good. (coughs) I don't know what Kirk said yesterday, but I know what the psalmist said. I know what the hymn writer said. There is so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him uh, at his Just to rest upon his presence. Lord, just to know, thus says the Lord. should know that's one of my favorite hymns. Let us pray, eternal God, our Father. Once again, I come before you, and first I say thank you. Thank you, God, for another day, another opportunity, and another privilege that I can come in your presence. I thank you even now this hour you knew it before the foundation of the world Amen. and you knew I would need you Amen. and I thank you yeah. that according to F- F- Psalms 46.1 yeah. you're a very present help yeah. Yes, and I thank you that I can rest on your word yeah. God I pray now that you would think with my mind speak with my mouth and allow the meditations of my heart to flow for your people yeah. and I ask that you would bless them Yes, God, as my moderator stated, give me clarity of speech and thought, oh God. Allow me not to stumble nor fall, falter in your word or before your people. Help me, God, to never make your name a shame, oh God. Never to cause you to regret what you called me to do. Father, I pray that you will anoint these lips of clay, yeah. I ask that you would set the atmosphere and then bless it as well. God, give the word free course, oh God. But first and foremost, God, bless this address. Then, God, I do ask that you would forgive me of my sin because you know I'm a sinner. I've done some stuff. I've said some stuff today, God. Forgive me. Make me white than snow. And God, if you do that, I'll be so sort ever of careful. To give you the praise, to give you the glory, and to give you all the honor. Yes. In the matchless, mighty, magnificent, marvelous, and merciful name of Jesus the Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 To our presiding officer, the immediate past president, Gloria Jean Brown Perkins, my advisor, my name only, my personal prayer partner and prayer warrior. I know that protocol (laughs) has been established, forgive me, Sister Carter, and that names have been called, amen. But to our efficient and effective moderator, Reverend Johnny L. Barber II, who showed enough delivered a Hercules address. If it wasn't in the building, go catch it on, on Bethlehem page, I believe. Florida East Coast page. Awesome address. To our compassionate and caring moderator emeritus and our now state president, the Reverend Dr. C.P. President. He's all of our chief. When the state president shows up for your council meeting on Monday morning at 9 o'clock, I felt kind of
1: special.
0: <laughs> I said, Mr. President, what are you doing here? <laughs> he said, we started. I said, yeah, you know, I'm glad to have you. To my brother and my friend, our general secretary, and his beautiful wife, my sister, the Reverend Dr. Howard Barr Jr., thank you. We pray for him as he's prepared to bury the father figure, his grandfather, Deacon Sharp. For those who are Northern yes, right. Union people, we know Deacon Sharp. Amen. Thank God for him. To our moderators, entire and official cabinet, God bless you. To the leaders of our union work, Presidents Carroll and Womp North and South, Davis and Davis, North and South, once again I stand to say thank you for allowing me to not just work but serve with you in our unions. To our layman president, Deacon Samuel Strange and all the workers of the layman work, district and unions, thank you. God bless you. To Mrs. Audrey White, the president of the Women's Auxiliary Florida General Baptist Convention Incorporated, thank you for being here today. Our national guests, Sister Virginia P. Hayes and Sister Gloria Simmons from the National Baptist Convention, the Women's Work in the Young People's Department, thank you all of the other women who serve on our state with me, I say thank you for your presence and your attendance. Sister White, I do want you to know, I'm just tickle pink that <laughs> I get to serve you <laughs> and work with you and to glean from your wisdom and knowledge. When Sister White called my phone, I wait to hear her say, "Girl, what you doing?" <laughs> anybody get that girl call, girl? <laughs> what you doing? I'm always blessed when I hear that. To the best church anywhere, Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church, to my pastor and his absence as he prepares for our national guests for our annual event on Sunday, to my pastor's wife, who is the women's ministry leader of our church, Sister Aileen Stanley, and all the members of the Hopewell Baptist Church, can you please stand? Won't y'all talk about wow. oh, <laughs> Pastor Carol is here, and I know Pastor Stevenson is here. I believe I'm here. Yes, he is. God bless you. Our assistant pastor, our executive pastors are both here, or he won't to leave. I want to thank Hopewell for their constant and consistent support of me again this past year. Repeatedly, they open the doors of our church and our campus for the events that I want to host there. We're hosting the 2019 Women's Conference. Y'all ain't seen nothing. Thanks, Sister Stanley, for being someone that I can text, email, or just write a simple note on a sheet of paper and she responds, I'm grateful to have that kind of relationship with you. Yes. Well, I want to introduce one other person from Hopewell. She's the other half of the black and white cookie. Oh. Sister Crams, please stand up. <laughs> this is Susan She is the and girls ministry leader at the Hopewell Baptist Church. You can find she and I sitting by each other in service or scrolling the parking lots on Mondays looking for girls. And teaching them when we get them inside. Amen. Thank you because I've had two girls leaders I can say I truly could count on, and you happen to be one of them. Amen. I can trust you when I'm not there that I know that the lesson's being taught and the girls are being, being treated right. I love you. Amen. Amen, Amen. Well, Ophelia Morrison. Last week was your week, but it's my week it's my week. <laughs> to the best woman's
1: auxiliary
0: in the whole National Baptist Convention USA incorporated, yeah. will the women
1: of the woman's
0: auxiliary please stay? all of our committee leaders, there are no women like these women. Amen. Amen. Until we get Florida General April, then Florida General ain't no women like us women. (laughs) But today is my day, and I want to applaud you and say thank you for all that you do to make this work easy. To the Young People Department, Director Parker and Latonya Bailey, Thank you for serving and summoning and working with our children and the youth workers of our association to make them better. Thank you. Some of these ladies, especially my ride and die, even the bus rider, have been with me for 12 years. Four years as the youth director, four years as a Northern Union president. We served together, and now 40 years. I thank all of you. Thank you so much. Give yourselves a hand. hand. Last but not least, my family is here again. I want to thank my brother Lieutenant Colonel, retired Lieutenant Colonel Bobby Williams. Right. Bobby is my personal escort. He's he's the brother, I think me and him talk more on the phone and in person than any of the other. I do have six brothers. I know that sounds hard to believe, but I really do. All on mom and dad, same mom, same dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 I do. I got, I
1: got six of them,
0: my brother Bobby. His beautiful wife, who she gets confused sometimes. <laughs> Paulie been out there for so long. She thinks she my sister. And in love. She want me to side with her. <laughs> <laughs> to my sister who takes care of me, who feeds me, packs my lunch. Yes, five days a week when I'm working, my sister prepares my lunch beautiful. and makes sure I eat healthy. Y'all say amen. Yeah. She also the same since they tell me sit down, lay down, rest, go to sleep, come home. Right?
1: My one and
0: only, Lakeisha Flynn. Amen. Last year, this time, I couldn't even mention her name because she was sick. And I didn't want to get emotional. But this year, let's hear the Lord. God.
1: God is good.
0: Amen. We know him to be a healer. Amen. He treats me like we have the same moment and daddy and, mm-hmm. and I love him dearly Pastor Barr and his wife and my brother Pastor Phil Quart and his wife I love you two girls stuck in and I'm gonna move on. Elder Tanya Jackson mm-hmm. picture him that's okay. that's my girl y'all but for three years she's been a facilitator at our women's conference and she's gonna conclude my tenure with me this year in the mm-hmm. women's conference. Dr. Okay. Roz Osgood came and had to leave and she cashed out for me, but I don't. I don't have a cash out, amen. So I'm going to just tell her, you know, see me when you see me. <laughs> <laughs> I worried about it. I want to personally thank our 2000 host pastor. He's not here, but please convey it to Reverend Benjamin Perry because last year he and Christian Fellowship treated me and the women royally, and I am just grateful. Yeah. Sister to Perry, thank you for that amazing. Introduction. And it was in my introduction, and my piece said, You know, you might ride or die, fly, or even on a bus, sister. Amen. Oh, she went on a bus ride with me last year, promised me she'll never do it again.
1: <laughs>
0: then Pastor Dimitri Ford, he and the Bethlehem Baptist Church <clears> rolled <throat> <clears throat> out the roll call. church a blessing from moving boxes and even moving my car. (laughs) He had to keep moving my car to keep me dry. I'm appreciative and grateful for meeting every request and need that we have. Your staff, your church members, they've been the sweetest and most efficient people this week. God bless you. But y'all know that forward having no on another way, so <laughs> Amen. To Pastor Times and to the first Dying family for opening your doors today for all of our events, including our yam service tonight. Thank you.
1: Pastor Times text
0: me at ten thirty-nine last night, saying I'm sorry to text you so late. I was not even halfway done. I was like, only if he knew. I was still up at 1 o'clock this morning trying to get all these eyes about it. And cross, thank you, Pastor Times, for hosting so well with the Bethlehem Church and showing your hospitality. I want to publicly say these two Deerfield pastors have responded yes to all requests by the Women's Auxiliary and the Young People Department for the past two years, and they never asked us for a dollar. Thank you. Van Gogh, a German poet, playwright, and novelist that says, what chance gathers she easily Mm scatters. But a great leader attracts great people and knows how to hold them together. Mm -hmm. But the American um, automobile founder Henry Ford said, coming together is the beginning. Staying together is progress, but working together is success. Yeah. Mr. Moderator, Board of Directors, and all assembled, I have come to say that the Woman's Auxiliary of Florida East Coast Baptist Association is still working together successfully and spiritually. Yeah. That's a good place to clap. For. 2015. I can honestly say that today four years since I was elected we are still working together to carry out the master's mandate in unity. Mm -hmm. The mission, the vision of the Women's Missionary and Education Department the Auxiliary to the Florida East Coast Baptist Association is a well-oiled machine. The Women's Auxiliary is still Holy, happy, and healthy. So on the fourth watch of a five-year tenure, I've come fueled with the same passion I had on the first address. I've come first and foremost, ladies, to give an account of my stewardship. I want you, Mr. Moderator, and even Mr. President, to know, and all of Florida East Coast, I have represented you at every local, state, and national session that was charged to my account. The record reflects that if you look in the book. It's printed. I've been busy. I want to share just a few events that highlighted my past busy year. Of course, in April, I went to Jacksonville with the mind that the Reverend Dr. C.P. Preston would be the next president, and I did just that. Then on July the 6th, I attended his installation service of being the 23rd president of Florida General Baptist Convention in Miami. Thank you, Mr. President, for entrusting me with the position of second vice president of the women's work of Florida General to serve and support. Mrs. Audrey
1: White. July
0: 23rd through the 25th, six other sisters of mine boarded a bus heading to Pensacola. I don't think they'll ever forgive me for this For the leadership training, better known as House Party. The bus ride was long, but it was worth it. We had a good fellowship. September the 2nd through the 5th, I attended the National Baptist Convention. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, and there I have met some special sisters who still follow me on Facebook hmm. and two senior ladies. I know I love senior ladies, one in New York and one on the West Coast. Miss Liley, she still calls me probably like once every month. President, how you doing? And you know, the first thing she told me was, I ain't on Facebook. I put on Facebook right then. I said, just go on and look for me and you'll be good. (laughs) And she does just that. I went on November the 2nd and 3rd in my new position, still being your president. And I attended the bonding session of the state women's work with my president, Sister White. I have represented you. I have definitely been busy. I represented at each of these with integrity, and yes, even humility, because I am humbled and honored to serve in this capacity. The record reflects that I have not done anything that will bring y'all name to shame. No stone can be unturned to say I've done anything dishonest or disgraceful. I won't let my name be made ashamed, mm-hmm. but I'll never let the association's name be made ashamed. Mm-hmm. But I certainly won't allow the name of the God. Lord my mm-hmm. servant name mm-hmm. to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. My daily prayer is Lord help me mm-hmm. not to make your name ashamed mm-hmm. or to make mockery out of ministry. Mm-hmm. Not only have I been busy. But the women of the Women's Auxiliary continue to hold up the banner of the National Convention work. Yes. We do missions. <laughs> ladies, we do missions. Yeah. We do education. Yeah. Yeah. And Sister Gloria, Jackson Davis make sure we do evangelism. <laughs> we thank you, ladies, for the work you have done. We probably work harder this fourth year <coughs> than the previous years. And it is our plan that we will not get slack nor lack in the fifth year. Yeah. We will continue to do the work that has been assigned to our hands. Yeah. Last year we left Miami from the Christian Fellowship Baptist Church and when we arrived here in Deerfield, we've been busy. I wanna just talk missions first. Mission is always our focal point. I find it funny and I shared this with the moderator before. Can y'all let the hurricane be as Soon as the hurricane hits, I start getting texts. Like, Miss President, what are we gonna do? Mr. President, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Can the hurricane finish, please? <laughs> I don't respond, then when I do respond, I say we're well, waiting <coughs> on where the hurricane hit. If it's somewhere in another part of the country, I say we're waiting on directions from the national office. If it hit in Florida, I say we're waiting on the president. If it hit in Miami, I say moderate giving us directions. Can we wait till the hurricane get Amen. <laughs> So last April, we went to Jacksonville with $1,600 in gift cards, over $400 in cash, and other items for the state fashion fair. July, we <coughs> did over 400 books bags stuffed with school supplies for the Jamaican mission trip. Somebody say that. <laughs> So the part I'm calling you out told me the bag is too expensive expensive. They they couldn't get through, what is it called, customs, because they they couldn't figure out how people would be giving people those kind of bags and all that stuff. Shaking my head, Mr. Moderator. I'm like, we can't win for losing. But when we have another one, not this year, but next year, we're going to get 400 more book bags, and we're just going to bring them down just a little bit. (laughs) Then the Union, Southern Union, continues quarterly To support Jefferson Reeves Women's Center in Miami. During our 2018 women's conference, we had a good time, didn't we? But we did missions before anything else. Not did we help one place in Fort Pierce, we helped two places in Fort Pierce. We did one and then we get all the supplies for another. They wanted all the plates and forks and spoons and uh, paper towels and all that stuff. And so we get out of the Friday night session. People who forgot their stuff and we started mentioning it. We were in Walmart and you would have thought the convention was in Walmart. Everybody who had forgot stuff was in Walmart. We do missions.
1: Moderator alluded
0: to it in his address when Hurricane Michael tore up the panhandle the women, as well as our our men leader in our churches, $5,000, somebody give God hands up a prayer. This past Monday, we began our week in giving. Our first gift was to Gateway Community Outreach Center. That's how Pastor um, Foy got caught up in moving all the boxes, (laughs) amen. But we gave to them $815 in gift cards, $365 in checks and cash, $1,160 canned good items, $400 (coughs) in folding. churches. I said, well, when people hang around, they start sounding. scripturally sound. They dissect our themes and our subjects and make sure we don't point. When you send the women of your church or you come to our events, we don't send you home and have you confused. We give you the Bible. Amen. Thank you Vice President, but today I want to give a special thanks to the chairs who are serving with me today. Sister yeah. Patricia Stanley, Deaconess, Melinda um, Collins, even our, our presiding office, the chair of our Naomi Circle, Sister um, Emma Sampson, and of course, you're considered a chair because she heads up education. Thank you, and to the assistants that work with them, you see them. I want the assistants to each of these people to stand so you may be recognized that you're here. The assistant to the mission. Sister Dundee, you're here. Sister, um, okay, sister Little is over here. Thank you. These ladies work with, and Sister Gloria Warren is chair assistant to Dr. Dunlap. Thank you. They work with our ministry uh, ministry leaders and the chairs of our components to make sure that our events are well planned and well thought out. Thank you again. I want to talk about a few events from the education perspective. Every annual event that we held in the past 12 months, it was an increase in numbers as well as in spirit. Because we set a goal to do better than we did the last year. Thank you, Vice President Janetta Colson, for chairing and leading the work of the YAMs and the Young Women. They are growing numerically, but spiritually. I thank you because she's working with that age group. You gotta think a little bit different. And she thinks outside of the box. She brings them relevant topics and events that they will attend, amen. We might want them to come to some stuff we want them to come to, but they wanna go to the stuff they wanna go to. Thank you, Vice President. Sister Patricia Williams and your team for another deaconess' guild like none other. 125 deaconesses gathered at the Peaceful Zion Baptist Church, our president's church, under the theme of royalty in the house. Oh, I got it right, amen. I was looking for your thing last night, I couldn't find it. Teaching the deaconesses the value of the work they do in the church. Thank you, President, for hosting us,
1: and a job well done.
0: Mr. Moderator, there was actually supposed to be 160 women there. We had three funerals in Florida General, I mean, Florida East Coast, that pulled those other sisters to their church to do what they're supposed to do, and that serve. So we thank you, <coughs> deaconesses, and we will continue to give you the resources and tools for you to serve effectively. Seventy-five mission sisters came back to the First Zion Baptist Church, our second year at First Zion. The first year was a little mixed up, and Pastor oh, y'all got to have a do-over, come back next year. And we came back next year. Seventy-five mission sisters. Thank you, Vice President Marilyn Pickens and our chair, and the women that work with her to help you know, our, our women don't need to be encouraged to do mission because they love to do mission. But we're teaching them what mission is all about, so that they will continue to do mission. Vice President Lawana, thank you. The clergy wives component was slow getting started, but they had three of this last year. Thank you for gathering our pastors and ministers, wives and widows, and what we like to call a safe and sacred place. No people attended, but I don't go. Pastors, wives, ministers, wives, and widows—a place where they can have conversation, like Sister Stanley, just them to share their hearts. We again had another successful women's conference, flourishing and what? Flourishing. And to finish well, flourishing to finish well. We embarked right. on the first mm-hmm. Bethel Baptist Church in Fort Pierce. About between the two days, and some people coming on Friday only, some people coming on Saturday only, and some people attending both days. We had about 200 women that registered. And when I decided to go to Fort Pierce, a couple of people tried to discourage me. They said nobody was going to go to Fort Pierce with me. I said, well, if nobody else, me and my officers going to have a good women's conference. <laughs> but guess what? God made a line When I tell you, we have a time in Fort Pierce, Reverend Baldwin, his church hosted us, but the Spirit of God was in that place. We had a powerful Friday night presenter from a new childhood a new sister, to Johnson, pastor Powell's member, and she blessed our hearts. And of course, Elder Jackson and a little lady from First Baptist College City, Open okay. Carolyn okay. Wallace, Open Wallace. She, she's been with us three years as well. She has blessed us. I wanna thank you, Vice President Pauline Scott. My last piece, the only thing that was left for me to officially do, was have a health and wellness summit. That was a last piece, and she made it happen August 2018. We do health and wellness in everything we do. We're gonna bring you a peace. If you sit, it ain't because we ain't telling you how to stay stay well. I'm sick now because I ain't getting the other part. She told me because I ain't resting. Amen. She always texted me, later I am rest. We get, we give health and wellness information. Thank you, Sister Scott, and your team, which is President Ruth Davis and um, Sister Angela T. Williams. Thank you to the pastor of that church for hosting us. I'm coming to the end. Well, prayer is an essential part of what we do as a woman's auxiliary. Thank you for those who partook in the 21 days coming up to our association praying for us. But on the first Monday of every month, Naomi Circle and the women of that circle meet us on the prayer line to meet us in prayer. Every Tuesday except two weeks in the year, you can find moderator Sandra Kerr and the women on the prayer line and every year for World Day of Prayer, we have 12 stations, 12 station leaders, and 12 pastors that support the call to prayer. We believe in prayer. That last um, World Day of Prayer resulted in 400 people attending one of our 12 sites. And we were able to give $2,600 to the work of the World Baptist Women Alliance. Give us a hand. <clears throat> Earlier I stated that we began our week in giving. We gave to Gateway. And secondly, we gave to people who have blessed our association. The Gems Committee is to be again commended for a job well done. The luncheon honored ten women who have given through service. Sacrifice and support to the women's auxiliary or to our convention in some capacity. We had over 160 guests of family and friends and leaders that came to celebrate these amazing women. Dr. Barbara Moore was our speaker, Amen. and she did a phenomenal job. you Faith? Faith. F-A-I-T, not faith. Faith lift. That's it. Faith up, God. Let's get it. In the midst of so much that is going on in her life, our worship chair, Sister Melinda Collins, husband has been sick. He just had surgery. She takes care of a sick brother, runs to the VA, but she made preparation that every service would have worship leaders in place. They did you well, Sister Collins. Thank, Thank you. But not only did did she do that, but she and her team delivered the fifth calendar in four years. Ooh. The fifth. This one is a call to this discipleship. Y'all know spiel. Y'all, y'all know that right. <laughs> He still got some calendars. <laughs> y'all know.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> our educational team, again, have done an outstanding job of giving us workshops oh, and presentations God. that are learning that we like. Me. They make learning fun, engaging, interesting, and impactful. All of our other ministries that make this work meaningful and successful, to the hospitality team, I know I drive y'all crazy. Thank you. To... Um, the bereavement, Sister Rome, Hilda Hodges, thank you. All of the, the Naomi Circle, thank you. These added things to our women convention that so, uh, women's art that make us sweeter, better, and greater. Thank you. I want to thank all pastors and churches who have hosted us in 2018 our events, and again, not asking for one dollar. Thanks is never enough, and I'm grateful. Mr. Moderator, I want to thank you again publicly. I've said it before, for entrusting me to do the work I was elected to do, without interference, interruption, imposing, or impeding the work. Your confidence in me has helped me to carry out my assignment. On March the 9th of this year, I will meet with the officers of the Women's Auxiliary as we plan our exit strategy. When we come to the place of this hour next year, I will leave this office, but I will not leave it without the record being recorded. We're gonna document everything we've done and how we did, it, how the timeline is an important piece of the strategy of the success of the woman's auxiliary. I am not saying that the next president has to use it, but she don't get it.
1: <laughs> so if you in him, you,
0: know, you can do what God called you to do and how he called you. I've done some things that Sister Perkins did, but I didn't do everything Sister Perkins did. I did some stuff Sister Angela Sheldon did, but I didn't do everything she did. So whatever God gives you, do it, but at least it'll be documented what we've done and you can either use it or lose it. But I promise this association that when we get here next year, that I'm going to have the same energy and excitement because it'll be over with. Thank you, Jesus. The same passion, purpose, and power. I want to do what Sister Perkins did. It was in my thing. But see this again. I said, guys, why did y'all my I wanna recognize a few people. Sister Carter, Sister Hayes, and Sister White. I am just honored, y'all, y'all stand, to know that three living state women's president are sitting in this place. Um, Sister Carter, I told President Carter, I said, I want to do. Didn't I tell you this? I want to do missions like you did? Because I always so enjoyed hearing her mission presentations. I tried to take something from you too and Sister um, White will give me the pieces that God has for her to give me. But I tried to do things what I've learned from both of you. And I'm grateful for your presence, but I also have Sister Angela Shelman and Sister Perkins, the two two of the three. President stand. ladies again give them a hand clap of praise. Thank you for what you've given today for me. But I believe mean you ladies. I actually got me and Sister Pauline Scott and Sister Um Gwen Parker. We three directors. I was a director too. Amen. We got union presidents, the northern union president. I feel real special now that I'm thinking about it. Hey, Amen somebody. But when we get to this day next year. I want you to know that I'm going to be there for whoever becomes the president. I'm going to be like Sister Perkins though now. I'm not going to be doing the work. I'm going to be praying with
1: you. And then I'm going to let you
0: assign me what you want me to do, and that I will do like she has done well. But I'm going to let you be the president.
1: Now, I'm going to do this and we're almost done. I want um,
0: Matilda and Sobro I just keep adding to people that show up and then they say, whatever you need, President, whatever you need, President. They don't know
1: that's
0: a bad thing to say. <laughs> I start working them and allowing them to just go with me and follow me. And over, just follow y'all all over the place. Amen. And she's back there, she'll text me. You need something? What you want? I just want to say publicly that both of you have blessed me this past year. And it's not so much, you blessed me, but your, your work in this
1: auxiliary
0: has made a difference. <coughs> I lost, I told him the other day about the great, Quinn Farrington didn't want to leave us. You know they drug her over the day, the association. I'm sorry, y'all. She didn't want to go, but she had to go, and she did what was right. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pasty West, thank you for being here, but you too. People who know me know that I like two pieces of jewelry. Jay, what are they? Pearl. And what else? A watch. My sister hates it. I like a watch. I don't know which one you want, but you have on pearl, so she gets the pearls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get the watch. Oh. time that you have given me and us is priceless. Mm-hmm. You are a pearl and that's a very simple special chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Yes. So yes. yes. well, no, we got about ten minutes and we're done. As I've done the past three years, there's something that's always on my heart. <clears throat> one has actually become a burden, and the other is a simple desire that Florida East Coast Y'all can help fulfill for me and give to me. The first one is Florida Memorial University. The women heard this moderator, you said it Wednesday night, they heard it Monday from me, that we have got to help our university. The old, and I couldn't remember if it was Kevin Wells or Dr. Jackson that used to tell us, Toby, I don't know which one, you and Sheldon, can Raymond, I don't know which one, they say, don't y'all let the association die on y'all watch. They used to tell us that. Well, Florida East Coast, Florida General, we cannot allow Florida Memorial to die on our watch. Our university is in trouble, and y'all, yeah, clap. All it has made his plea, and now I'm making my plea to the women's work. You might can't give what they ask for two forty, but you can give some. Here at Florida East Coast, I like to say, if all of us give a little, we'll have a lot because there's a lot of us. Y'all got that? If all of us give a little, we'll have a lot because there's what a lot of us. I want you. To help me. Now in my assignment, when I end next year, I told my team on Monday um, Bobby's collar that that's why, sister president, I didn't know my assignment state work. I'm gonna be working with the intermediate women. You ain't even got to worry about that one. Like, I got I already we got our next phone call coming up. But I want to assist and help. I'm gonna be an ambassador for Florida East Coast that we can get other ambassadors that will make that commitment to give to the university. I don't want you to say when something goes wrong. How they let that happen? No, how we let that happen? Amen. Help me. Bobby, stand up one more time. That's, her, that's the work that's been assigned to her on the state level. But I certainly am going to be involved. You'll so see Bobby afterwards and see me. Now the second piece is personal and it's about us. On tomorrow, Mr. Monterey is going to hit the gavel. how many times? Three times close the 106th, 16th annual session of Florida East Coast Baptist Association. I want y'all to go home and rest. I'm talking to me. But on Monday, I need y'all to start making plans to attend the 144th annual session of Florida General Baptist Convention. I want us to support our moderator emeritus, who is our state president,
1: and it will
0: be his first address. I want us there. And here's the things I really need. You live in Atlanta, right? South Florida, I want us to roll up in Old Town like we gangsters! For a bunch of us. I need 100 women to make their way to attend our President's First Address. I'm not crazy, I know everybody can attend all week long, but I need you to plan to be there on Thursday, April the 11th, at 7 p.m. We're planning a bus trip, so don't look at <laughs> you already be there. I already be there,
1: some of us already
0: be there. But if you're not gonna already be in place, we there gonna be buses that'll be heading to Orlando, you can get on the bus and attend his first address. Mr. President, I know that would make you happy, to see all these Florida East Coast Knights sitting in there and making all that noise like second candy. Y'all make some noise up in So, continue to look out for the information that's coming because we want to make sure that's happening. Can we make that happen for these coaches, Florida yeah. gentlemen all the other people who are here? you come on, everybody got to move. Right. I'm just talking about it to you, amen. Okay. Sometimes I am lost, amen, amen. All right. Sometimes, she said sometimes.
1: The one You don't have to ride the bus, man. You don't have to ride the bus, amen. But those who want to attend
0: and don't have plans or don't have transportation, we want to help you get there to be there for our president. Okay,
1: 10 minutes and I'm done. Did I say already? Look at Look
0: at her. Look at her. Look Luke the 13th chapter, verses 10 through 13, King James Version, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and she was bound together and could in no wise lift up herself, and when she saw her, when and when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. And said unto her, "Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity." And he laid his hand on her, and immediately, say immediately,
1: Immediately. she
0: was made straight and glorified. (laughs) I've come to this point and just realized I did not acknowledge my God, sister Belinda. You know I love you, girl. But Amen says, "Oh my God, God. (laughs) Reverend James (laughs) E. Adams' only daughter." Amen. (laughs) That's my God, sister. Then Hebrews 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes. As I looked at this, these verses, because the moderator, that's why I asked you yesterday, because I was going to talk about the woman with issues blood, and I said, I think that's what moderator really talked about the other night. I, said, I can't go back to that one, so we'll really have And this lady popped up in my spirit. <coughs> Visioning the future exceptionally through faith. We heard faith all and women. Y'all know we heard faith. Told Y'all don't feel like a tick full of faith at this point, Amen. Y'all be able to believe God for anything. But y'all' faith should be leveled up, full in the whole nine yards. But I looked at this scripture, and I just looked at it last night. So if I make a mess of it, forgive me. Amen. It ain't not that I can't. I just might not. Be, you know, we all mess it up sometimes. But this is what I saw. And I began to look and began to see God in that office on of what woman or what person in the Bible that I could look at to point a, a good picture of faith. In this passage that is written by the Apostle Luke, the physician, we find a nameless woman being the center of attention. So, sisters, don't get upset when they don't call your name in they know your name. Throughout the scripture, we find women whose names were never mentioned, but the account of their life is recorded in the book. Your work is being written down by the one who is most important,
1: and he knows your name.
0: Three things immediately caught my attention in the text, sisters. This sister was in the house of God on the Sabbath. She was bound by a spirit of an infirmity that kept her bowed over and she could not lift herself up. Three things. She was in the synagogue. It was the Sabbath. And she was bound by a spirit. The account opens up in a good place. It says he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. So, regardless of what we're going through, the house of God is always a good place to go. In the house of God, you'll find someone ordained by God to teach from the scripture. God's presence dwells in his house, God's people dwell in his house, God's power dwells in his house.
1: Something
0: is bound to happen if you go to the house of God. Bound to happen if you go to the house of God. The nameless woman was one of the persons that Jesus, the rabbi, was teaching on this particular Sabbath. Do you remember what Nicodemus called him? Rabbi, I know you're a teacher from God. That's what Nicodemus said. The Bible doesn't say it, but I'm confident in saying that this was probably not her first time in that synagogue. And it probably wasn't Jesus either because it says one of the synagogues. So that means he must have teach in multiple synagogues. Where else does a woman bowed by spirit have to go other than the synagogue? This woman had been afflicted. The nameless woman had been afflicted for 18 years by a spirit. And I come to tell you was the Holy Spirit that caused her to be bent over and not able to lift herself up. Luke, Dr. Luke paints a vivid picture for us when he says in the last clause of verse 12 and could in no wise lift up herself. Just in my own mind, I, I, I'm led to believe that she tried to straighten up. She did things she thought would help her straighten up. She might even pray that she would straighten up. But the Bible says she could do nothing to lift herself up. That ultimately, ultimately means that the woman was always looking down. She was looking at people's feet. Y'all don't yeah. seem ugly. Yeah. Looking at the ground. She was looking at trash, animal dung, waste, anything people threw away that they didn't want. That's what the woman was looking at. Yeah. The only thing she was able to see that was was either eye level or beneath her. Yeah. This, this evil spirit caused her pain and problems. This spirit had taken her dignity and her humility. She must have felt somewhat worthless, or useless, not able to stand up, she probably didn't work and had to depend on others. This spirit had tormented, terrorized, and troubled her for 18 years, not 18 hours, not 18 days, not 18 weeks, not 18 months, but for 18 years, she carried an evil spirit everywhere she went. That had to be an evil spirit because it crippled her, causing her to be bent over. There was nothing good about this spirit. That spirit was a force to be reckoned with. But, say but, this woman had even something the spirit couldn't kill. She had faith in God. She had a desire to be in the presence of the people of God. She had a desire to make her way to the synagogue. She had a degree of faith and she didn't know she had it because it was evident in the fact that she kept going back to the synagogue for 18 years with the spirit inside of her. She went there to hear the teachings of the rabbi. Sisters, don't run from the church when that spirit hits you. Don't run away from church when you feel worthless and useless. Don't run from the church when you're in pain or you've got problems that seem too hard to bear. Run to the church. There you'll find somebody teaching the scriptures in the name of Jesus. You'll find a man who is called Jesus in the temple. He knows how long you've had what you got. He knows how long you've been sucking inside of that Gloria Jackson Davis to wear he all always- this to stop her from showing up in the synagogue. Sometimes you got to go to the synagogue with your business. You got to take your brokenness and your brave self